Hello, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Scott. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on. I, uh, Scott, I, I just want, I just want Ron to know that we're both here for him, and that anything that if there's anything in the show that comes out uh, as we go on that upsets him or you know in any way makes him feel unloved, that we are, you know, we're a family or as close to a family unit as it's possible to just be. Just tear the bandit off. All right. Well, I went to Disneyland Paris, oh, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Some time ago, my wife booked Disneyland Paris in a fit of, oh, we went to Disneyland and it was brilliant. Let's all go to Disneyland. So me, her and my youngest son went to Disneyland and she booked tickets. And it uh, booked so long ago that uh, Annette's dad got ill. And then we thought, well, he'll be fine by the time we go to Disneyland. It'll be fine. And he got iller and iller and iller. And then, and then my brother got ill. Uh, and we were like going, are we still going to Disneyland? Uh, but we eventually went to Disneyland, Disneyland Paris. Um, and uh, Was it awesome? Was it awesome? Was it awesome? me. I, oh, I never want to go back. I never. And of course, Annette's super excited about it. And all, it's, it's, oh, no, I love that. Oh, and I'm going, I think this might be my last visit to Disneyland Paris. <laughs> and she's going, why? Well, there's a lot of walking, <laughs> a lot of walking. We did, honest to God, we walked 10 miles every single day, 10 miles. We were in a hotel. It was outside the fucking, the place, like we we're in one of the Disneyland hotels. You walked out of it. You were in Disneyland. Uh, annoyingly. Which hotel? Uh, it was in the Syracuse. It was the one with plants. I don't. Know the, the, they're all themed somehow, themed thematically about something. So you got the one with plants. We got the one with plants. Well, we got one. It was like a forest. The boys are really into plants. <laughs> I think we should get one with plants. It was the foresty one. So there's one that's basically themed. It's almost like um, Art Deco boaty theme kind of one. That's the Newport Beach. That's the one. Yeah. One. That's, that's Jesus. Right. <laughs> That's for my parents' day. <laughs> uh, and it's it's fucking mad. And, and I, we on day four or something, we went to a swimming pool there and they have an indoor outdoor swimming pool. And it was fab fun. It was really great fun. Um, but like the, those hotels are fucking immense. I mean, there are hundreds, hundreds of rooms. There are thousands of rooms. Huge. So we stayed in the one that was kind of woodlandy themed. It, it okay. Was kind of, I can't remember the name of it. Like Syracuse or Syracuse. Syracuse. Or Syracuse. 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 Cheyenne? No, no, no. Some, whatever it was. Anyway, we stayed there. Um, it had like posters of bears and things all around it. And every morning when you come down to go to reception, there would be um, one of the Disney characters doing a photo op. This is the thing they yeah, do. So you have yeah, bre- you have breakfast with the, the characters. Well, you can do that. Wasn't That wasn't the thing that you'd do in the hotel. You'd do that inside Disneyland. But they would have, um, they'd have one of the characters would be there. And so our one would get... Like they have like the six or seven main characters, and then they'd also get ones that would be woodland themed ones. So Chip and Chip Dale, Chip and Dale yeah. yeah. So they would be the the ones that you would get in ours. Um, annoyingly, so like the previous year when my wife went was like one of the Marvel Studios things were all going on, and uh, this year they weren't. They weren't. Next year 
they're they're building. So one of the other hotels was I think it's it signs up saying Hotel New York, but I don't know if that's what it was. It before. was Hotel New York, and it's being rebuilt as Hotel Marvel. Yeah, and and it it's going to be amazing. It will have lots of Marvel artwork, it, it, the art of Marvel on it, or everywhere. They, I can only imagine there's themed hookers hanging around outside. <laughs> oh. um, the when we were walking past, they had all the the barricades up, and it's kind of. Um, to, to, to hide the viewpoint of this thing. I mean, it was very clear to me. There was a lot of stuff in Disney that wasn't on. That was stuff they were doing up or changing. Um, and the, so Disneyland is made up of two big chunks. One is Disneyland and then the Disney Studios stuff. Mm-hmm. But there are two different parks that are, you know, right beside each other. So the Disneyland people, if you buy a ticket, you can buy a ticket for one or the other or both. And so people would be buying tickets for Disneyland Studios. And the, I think, I think the distinction is Disneyland, um, park is kind of generally the Disneyland characters, all the characters you associate, all the rides you associate with them. And then the studios is like, look at all the other movies that we do that, that now are, and that's going to have a big Marvel section, but they well, don't yet. I think in five don't. years time, it's also, they're also building the galaxy's edge thing there as well. Oh, are they? Right. That, that's just a long term project. Yeah. So they will be putting the star Wars stuff within, there. within that. So, um, but at the moment right now, lots of it is, is not working, not, not on. So because they're, they're re skinning it and re, building it and whatever um okay. to give you a sense of how i i like so there's some of the stuff i did it was like jesus this feels so we went to planet hollywood for food because so the, so the hotels are in one big chunk overlooking a lake right this is everything about this place feels artificial like it doesn't it's not real nothing feels real no yeah, insects where the fuck are all the insects no insects nobody my son, cares my son goes daddy when I went, when I went there, I didn't have any asthma at all, and yet I've got asthma every day here. What's? How did that happen? When I don't, are the, were the trees real? I don't know. It's all like you're sitting on a rock and you're going, "Does this feel plastic to you?" I, I don't know if this is a real rock or not. How, how, how is this? Why are you worrying about it? I just, I just, I just, it's just, just relax and like into it. it. I don't like it. Well, look, I love it. It's the <sighs> happiest place on earth. Oh no, I can't stand that. Oh, no. Well, it's in the top five. Anyway. It's very <laughs> Portmarian. It's very sort of prisoner. It, it feels very. I just didn't. I mean. You definitely got a sense that they know what they're doing with people. They know how you organize people, lines of people, and how to get people to to go through things. We had, because Nathan has autism, uh, we had a little green card that meant we skipped all the queues, which was kind of cool. Aww. Uh, so we basically... The last time I was... I had autism. Oh. The last time I was at Disneyland, before my honeymoon, uh, we went with my friend's family, and his sister was in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and we skipped all the queues. And then when the rides finished, she was like... Could I go again, please? As, as they wheeled her chair up to the side of the ride, she's like, could I go again, please? And they were like, yes. And she's like, and there with me. <laughs> and we just went round again. Yeah, It was yeah. the best. Did you, oh. So you went to Paris, Disneyland Paris? No, 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 uh, uh, Florida. Oh, I see Florida, I'd imagine would be better. But we're going, to, we're, gonna, we're going to Florida next year. We're yeah. going to take Ralphie to, um, to Disneyland in uh, probably okay. March. And He'd not appreciate leave, it the way Ron would. Leave but, Lena with right, my family. So, so <laughs> wow, one kid, what, your favourite child at least going? At least I'm leaving her when she's young enough not to remember oh, it. That's true, that's true. Um, Thanks for that. So we, 
<laughs> so, so right. So you've got all the the hotels that are on a view to the park, and there you come out of those, and then you go to kind of a walking area where you're walking towards the resort, and that's where all the big restaurants are. So that's where Planet Hollywood is, and all these other places. Uh, that's where you'd have your breakfast, your character breakfast, and there's a, a, a Mickey restaurant, which is kind of Mickey Mouse themed, and, and you'd have your food there. We went for food in Planet Hollywood. First of all. Every meal, when we sat and looked at those signs for prices, holy fuck, food is expensive. It's bad enough that your euros to dollars are getting almost one to, or euros to sterling are getting one to one kind of replacement. Mm-hmm. But you go to a place and it says, oh, they do buffets. Shall we have a look and see? Because if we eat a big buffet, we'll not need to eat the rest of the day. Maybe, you know, the kids will probably want to eat again because they won't fill up the way we will. But let's have a look at the price. What's that? 39 euros for one? <laughs> That is insane. We went to Planet Hollywood and I mean, first of all, Planet Hollywood, Planet Hollywood feels like a raggedy old dog that should have been put out of its own misery. It is like, it really does. It's like Lassie if Lassie kept going and was like limp now. And I thought thought Planet Hollywood would be the type of place you would really like. No. No, I don't. But then, but then again, you don't like fucking Disneyland, so I, I, don't, I don't really know what. I, I don't, I don't like. I didn't. I, well, I mean, it just felt eighties. It felt like, like really, like the last time any big name star was in there, it was Bruce Willis's heyday. It was just, it just well, felt it like it should be because he owns it. Yeah, Bruce, well, I know Bruce that. Bruce was signing the lease, and <laughs> he was like, "See ya." I definitely got a sense that if you don't keep refreshing these things, they begin to feel dated very quickly. And Planet Hollywood like was like that. They had like stuff I should have been excited about was there was um the 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 prop of uh, in Demolition Man when. When Sylvester Stallone is. Well, he's of, laughing. Is it the three <laughs> seashells? No, it's when he's frozen. When Stallone is himself frozen <laughs> and de- being defrosted, they had a body cast of him, and that body cast is overhanging one of the restaurant. <sighs> I mean, I mean there's movie memorabilia that people get excited about. And yeah, then I there's... thought it was going to be like a memorable movie from you. Like, what's that one you fucking love? Dark. Oh, Dark City. Dark City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or. Amazing film. Yeah, I liked it. But in, in terms of mo- things that date. I remember yeah. one time Demolition seeing, Man dates. I remember one yeah, time going to a thing and seeing the actual prop of the Ark of the Covenant from Raiders of the Lost Ark and be like, holy shit, that's amazing. That wouldn't have had the same reaction for me. The, a, a life cast of Sly Stallone from a movie that probably he just tried to forget about. Yeah. Now hold on a minute. I like Demolition Man. I but like it's just Demolition like, Man. Yeah, but you're just like... From it, the Sting but, theme tune onwards, it's great. That's from what the, I'm saying. And what I'm saying is it feels dated. That no, I know. What, but what you, also, so what, you also said, what you also said was things that I should have been excited about, I but wasn't. Been excited about <laughs> if you'd have told me that there was a naked prop of Sylvester Stallone hanging above my table. In the, in the, so in the Judge Dredd movie, Stallone was I in. don't think I'd cross the road to see that. <laughs> in the Dredd movie, Stallone was in. There is, there's a whole sequence that was um, cut from the movie because they didn't have the budget to do the special effects. Okay. But they, w- whenever they were doing all the PR and publicity and the st- and the trailer for it, they showed bits of it because they had enough money to make those bits of it. And one of the things is, are these kind of clones of Stallone of uh, of Dread? Uh, and these things are kind of kind of malformed clones. And there was one of those in it, and I should have been dead excited about that. But it had also kind of collapsed in on itself a little. <laughs> 
rid of. Do they have any non-Stallone memorabilia in this place? He's not not, is he even involved in Planet Hollywood? He owned it. He owned it with him. Look, and it's, Bruce it's the Willis. leather jacket that Stallone stuntable wore in, in Cobra. <laughs> Bruce Willis and um, Arnie uh, and Arnie owned. owned so was, I knew it was Bruce Willis and, yeah, uh, no, and Arnie. They, I couldn't they, remember they who the third it. one was. Um, so there's a lot, and there was a couple of models of things, and my kids were going, "What's that, Daddy?" I'm going, "Well, son, that's a film from about 50 years ago." And, you know, it's like it's really well, weird. It, it's like if it, if it had been stuff from the 40s, you'd go, "This is a really cool." This is, you know, this is like, you know, that's from Casablanca. Fucking hell. Classic movie. You know, Ark of the Covenant. Amazing classic. And you go, from Judge They're Dredd. They're not putting that in Planet Hollywood. No, but that's what I'm saying. If it had those things, you'd have gone. Otherwise, what they needed to do was update it. If it was films that had been out now, you'd have gone, that's amazing. Or just there's, classier films. Like, there's, classier. A can- there's a candlestick from Gosford Park, kids. <laughs> <laughs> we also did, we, so one of the things that we did that, that looked like it was going to be really shit was... Um, a studio tour around so um where you get on they called it a tram but it's like when when they called the the belfast buses a sort of magic tram thing it's a bus they've just hidden some of the wheels that's all okay. it is so it was just it was a tram ride but it wasn't it was a, a you were on the back of a a, a big lorry dragging this there's all these little uh you're like cattle things. yeah yeah you know, in a cattle wagon and yeah it's it's uh, Jeremy Irons and some French uh, actress. Were well, they doing, were there. No, they were doing the talk over. They were doing the talk over. Oh, like, okay. Welcome to the magic of film. And it's like going, Jeremy, what was the last film Jeremy Irons was in? What was, what was he doing? They didn't even recast him for the, for the Lion King remake. <laughs> yes. So he, they're, they're talking about, oh, and here are some great studio props. And they're from things like Dinotopia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not even sure what that is. It's a, it was a made it went straight to TV film, a TV, I think. But but also like the biggest props, the, the most well known ones were from um, Pearl Harbor as well. There was a couple of things from Pearl Harbor. Could have been any World War Two movie. Hey kids, it was just some World War Two stuff from Pearl Harbor. Want to see going, some props from huh? a bomb? No, they did do. You like Transformers, right? I'll tell you you the really exciting bit in a minute. But we we did this kind of really cool thing, which so we were going on this tram ride, going, "This is pathetic. This is really up." And then we passed some cars from. There's a car from Pearl Harbor. Who cares? I mean, who cares? Uh, and then not um, even the harbor from Pearl Harbor. Not even the harbor. And then we went through another set, and it was from Rain of Fire. The whole set was from the film Rain of Fire. Jesus, like, well, that's only there because they fucking shipped it from here. Yeah, I go. Well, it's kind of cool looking, but I mean, and there was a wee bit of pyrotechnics, so that was kind of cool. But so the whole that whole thing felt like Jesus. This is. Did you not work on Rain of Fire? No, no, no. Will Simpson did. Oh, no, this is this is way predates me doing anything TV. I mean, not 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 that I've done anything as cool as that either. I mean, I'm still well jelly of that. But um, but the the one thing they did is right in the middle of this tram ride, we were sat there and it was like, oh look, here's a, a stu- like a studio location, and it was um, a big lorry, and it looked like um, it looked like a scene set in the and and sort of uh, lots of big rocks and and like a a machine for digging oil out of the ground and stuff. Oh, and we're sat in the tram going, oh, this looks very cool. And then the uh, sprinklers came on to indicate, you know, to, to say, oh, we, we do rain as a real effect. And you're going, oh, it's all right, who cares? And then the, there's thunder and lightning, the sounds of thunder. And then they, they shook the tram. So the tram was on a kind of uh, uh, a table thing and it started shaking. That was kind of cool. And then fire started bursting out everywhere. It was fucking amazing. And then a big flood of water came. I was like, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. And then they took us back to see the cars of Pearl Harbor. <laughs> 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 
was like, well, well, there's nothing about this. This is exciting. We did the the Warner Brothers studio tour when we were on honeymoon in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> God. We we saw, we went to Stars Hollow. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. What's yeah, that? see, I knew you would like that. But I don't I, like, know that I, I've always wanted to live somewhere like that. Yeah, Stars Hollow Stars is where Stars Hollow they sounds set. like a really posh name for, for your... <laughs> Stars Hollow, I'll have you know, is the idyllic small town that, that is the setting of Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. But apparently Stars Hollow is fucking everywhere. Basically anywhere that they shoot anything, it's okay. just Stars Hollow repurposed. Yeah. One of the houses in Stars Hollow inside it is the staircase that Ross cries on whenever Rachel goes to prom without him. Okay. Like they just shoot everything, everything there. Everything the studio set. The only good thing, they were like, okay, we're going to get you into a set. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get you into a live set. They're not working today, but everything's set up. You can go in and actually have a proper look around. And I went in and I was like... This is not a live set. I don't know what this is. <laughs> They're like, this is from the uh, the reboot of Sanford and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is that? Big Bang is literally across the road. <laughs> um, but the only cool thing we saw there is they had every Batmobile. Oh, okay. Every cool, single yeah. Batmobile oh. all lined up. Oh, awesome. Which yeah. was, I'd have been quite happy to see those cars. Look, <laughs> Scott... We know the best tour you got on your on your honeymoon. The Pixar tour. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, I forgot about yeah, what you went to Pixar. Yeah, I did go to Pixar. Pixar Let me tell you sweet. about the, the, other, the other thing I did. Tell me more about the cars from Pearl Harbor, no, PJ. No, 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 no. They, so part of the, when they're they're redoing a lot of this, the studio stuff for Marvel, and they did it all, they had a load of Marvel stuff there last year, but obviously not permanent. And so they're redoing all these, and they're redoing loads of the rides. And one of the rides that they're redoing is a roller coaster. And they've, they've done this, there's one called the... Um, Oh, what's it called? It's called the it's Space Mountain, or it mm-hmm. used to be Space Mountain, and then they called it Hyperspace Mountain, and they it changed all the internals to Star Wars stuff, but the external of it's still the same. Oh, Star so, Tours? Yeah, well, it's no, no, not Star Tours. No, it's called uh, it's called the Hyperspace Mountain, and it okay. was called Space Mountain. It's a big roller coaster ride thing, um, but it was called Space Mountain, and it has this kind of Captain Nemo. Um, steampunk aesthetic to it on the outside and then they've gone we own star wars now we don't need to make up this shit about steampunk let's fuck all that captain nemo shit let's replace it all with star wars stuff but of course they haven't done the outside of it they've just repurposed the interiors all the stuff that's relatively easy like the video screens and and all the 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 stuff they're showing um so they like the the newest thing was the star wars star tour thing that we did that was kind of cool but they, they, they have a roller coaster. Star Tours was literally there whenever my parents went. Oh, was it? The yeah. Star Wars one? Star Tours? Yeah, Star Tours yeah. has been there for forever. Oh, has it? Okay, well, I mean, to give you any idea of the age of some of that shit, that but felt Sp- like the most Space Mountain, thing. just fun, fun fact, Space the uh, soundtrack to Space Mountain was written by Michael Giacchino, who did the Star wow. Trek Star oh, Trek reboots, and he's a ph- phenomenal composer, oh, but one it? of his okay. first gigs was doing like the music for... Oh, okay. uh, for Space Mountain. Space Mountain okay but then all chucked out when they did it hyperspace Mountain. Nah, probably but, yeah but so, he does the music for the new Star Wars films yeah so. that's true so so we went so we went to this this roller coaster and um I went and that goes this has been redone for Marvel I went oh right and she says so it's closed I went but we went around it hadn't been closed yet and do you know what it was it was Aerosmith Records Oh, the Aerosmith roller coaster is amazing yeah it was pretty cool <laughs> I had a go on the that. Aerosmith the Aerosmith roller coaster it, if it's the same one that's in Florida, uh-huh. it's about you trying to get to the gig on time. No, well, I don't know what it's about because they they, they put like, this shit about stories. But yeah. if you skip the queue, I think you miss a lot of the story stuff. Oh, that's a bummer. So the ride starts off. So there's basically what Disney do in order to try and make the queues more bearable is they fill them with 
things to, to watch. They have a story to, as you go yeah. through the queues. Now, it, which it, which if you do skip it all, I think would be a real shame because like things like the Haunted Mansion and Tom, all that kind like, of Tom, stuff was like... Tom sort of complete... Cause, because Thomas and Annette had been there before uh, last year, they had done parts of the Caribbean and a few other things. Uh, and to, the, the, the uh, Star Wars one as well as the, the Star Tours thing, Tom had done all of that, and when we were going in with the ticket, Tom was going, "Can we? Can we not do the queue?" Yeah, the queues are genuinely really fun. <laughs> we're like going, oh, "I don't want to do the queue." He's going, "But the queue's really cool. You see all these cool things." Yeah, I go, "No, let's let's skip the queue." So we missed we missed all the queue stuff. Well, the Aerosmith ride's interesting. Is it's one of the only rides that doesn't have a height restriction. Uh-huh. It's actually you have to be old enough, so they want to make sure the girls are over eighteen to keep them away from Steve Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a long way to go for that joke, wasn't it? <laughs> so the, the 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 story for the Aerosmith roller coaster is you meet Aerosmith in the recording studio, yeah, yeah. and there's a big video. I, there's a I big got video to watch wall. A little video of that. Yeah, that was so. It's quite well done. That. Like they have the soundproof window, and then yeah. there's just a big TV inside it. Yeah. Aerosmith, Kids love Aerosmith. Aerosmith turn around and talk to you, and then you have to get to the gig on time. Yeah. And the the roller coaster is a limo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Aerosmith roller coaster at the start, Steven Tyler counts down first start, which is fucking cool. Wow! Three! And then when you take off, you go from naught to 60 oh, yeah, yeah. in that two seconds. Happened. Yeah, you go. Because you, you, I was stood in the queue for that and I saw the the, the thing come up uh, and park outside with a, they had a screen counting down three, two, one. Everything looked really old though. Like yeah, you know, it's been the, there for the a bit, while. The bit with the its own theme then because it's Aerosmith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, they had a kind of sound studio theme thing, and the sound studio booth had CRT monitors inside it. Like that's how old everything. It's probably got. got cocaine trails everywhere <laughs> as well. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I sort of watched them count down. I was going, ah, oh, this shouldn't be too scary because I have not. I'm not like a. I'm not a roller coaster person. It's just on this one, my kids were going go. On Danny do it. I'm going, oh, all right, I'll have a go. How bad could it be? And and the, I watched this thing and it's three, two, one, I went, and then it just went, what the fuck? There's, Where there's did something, that go? There's something kind of unbelievable whenever you see somebody like they're they're there and they're right in front of you mm. and then they just go. Yeah, they and disappear. they go so it's fucking the quickly. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, they're just it's it's like everything just bends. Yeah. It's like, oh, and they're gone. Yeah. And like well, I remember being on it and just the water from my eyes just <laughs> trickling out the side, just being pushed backwards. Into your ears. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun ride. Well, yeah. well good, I, I think fun. that ride's been decommissioned. Yes. It is, it's been decommissioned and replaced with a Marvel. So basically doing that as a, I think what they're doing is just take, gotten all the innards and yeah, well, that's the what they did with exactly the, the same. But that's what they've done with the Tower of Terror. Yeah, I would imagine the limo's just going to turn into the Fantastic Car. It'll be the Fantastic <laughs> Car or it'll be one of the, the, um, be fucking Iron Man. It'll be a fucking Iron Man. Be one thing. of the Guardians type thing. Well, they have a Guardians ride. The, don't they? The, the Guardians ride is the Tower of Terror. Okay, yeah. Um, so they they completely oh, okay. repurposed the Tower of Terror. Ah, same, right. same exact I ride. Done the Tower. I didn't do the Tower of Terror. Okay. I went. No, I'm not I don't know. That. I don't know if they've repurposed the Paris one yet, but they, no, have. they haven't. They no. Haven't. So they they've they've done it in L.A. and mm-hmm. Florida. So it's now the Guardians mm-hmm. ride, and I think it's the uh, they've done it like the creators. Um, like kind of showroom, so you go around and you see all the stuff that the creator, or not the creator, the collector. Oh, the collector. The collector oh, has oh, okay. all in the yeah. in the glass cabinets yeah. and stuff. And then for some reason, you go on an elevator and it drops you thirteen stories. <laughs> yeah, of course um, <laughs> they fit that in the story somehow. Yeah, that's yeah. I, will, that's I mean, fine. I will say, like you know, having done the the VR right, so I haven't done the VR thing, and and. 
Belfast for with W five and Kenos and stuff. We were talking about immersive experience. There's been a lot of chat about immersive experiences and what that means and stuff. And it's only when you go through those Disney things you you they really commit to whatever the theme of that ride is. Yes. Like the whole thing is committed to it. You go to any of we did the the um Ratatouille thing and like even the toilets are themed like French restaurant well, toilets full of rats. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of immersive experiences, Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. opened about um, a month ago, it opened mm. a month ago in California. I think it, it's opening in uh, August in, in, Florida. in Florida. It's opening Florida. on my birthday. In- yeah, so in Florida, if anyone wants to get Ron a present, in Florida, what they're doing, and this isn't going to be open until next year, probably closer to the summer next year, is they have a space station hotel mm. where, and this is uh, there's concept art for it online that you can fi- that you can find, but the talk is that it is completely immersive. Mm. When you arrive there, you are given a uniform. Mm-hmm. All of the rooms have no windows. Instead, they have like Disney's dream. They have OLED TVs. Yeah, that show basically you, that show you space. Actually, yeah, wow. Um, and all of the rooms look like you're staying on a starship. By day four, everyone will need. You're only allowed a maximum of two days. Oh right. Oh okay. Um, because that's as much because as you people can will go fucking bananas yeah, without sunlight. <laughs> people will fucking lose it. <laughs> But uh, Galaxy's Edge, everybody is saying just how immersive it is because all of the food is on theme. You can't buy Coke in Coke bottles. It's all, everything has been designed specifically for this. You can buy the blue and green milk. You can buy the blue and green milk. It's so immersive. I'd rather suck it out of one of the teats. (laughs) It's so immersive, you're not allowed to dress up. There are costume rules that say you cannot come in a screen reel costume yeah because our cast need to be able to tell you to tell apart. tell apart and also we don't want anybody thieving kids yeah because that's a genuine well that that's a rule generally across the whole park isn't it you can't go you, you can't, can't go th- into, you can't see someone's kids you also, you <laughs> they're can, very you, you funny about that <laughs> you can't go in costume too uh, the, the rules are different for galaxy Z. like you, i think you can dress up as woody because how you can't dress up like the way the disney characters dress up as woody mm. there's nobody apart from the princesses there's nobody kind of Real, yeah. they're all in kind of big oversized oh, I, if costumes. You see, though, though, I th- those guys are called faces. The the ones yes. that do the, the ones that do sort of Disney real characters that, yes. that where you see their faces and they have makeup on that is so weirdly thick you see no wrinkles or they look like like cell shaded sweating bullets. I would say so. Yeah. Um. So the galaxy's edge and the galaxy's edge is obviously a lot of people in just regular no no kind of face stuff but a lot of stormtroopers and kylo mm. rens and yeah. all that kind of stuff um so i cannot wait to go there i am so excited mm. friend of the show patrick willems was there yesterday i will i followed him on instagram before. funnily another friend of mine who's on his honeymoon was also there the same day oh really so both of their instagram stories were just like annoying yeah <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, I've, I've watched a few videos on YouTube of reviews of Galaxy's Edge, and even though I'm not a huge Star Wars nerd, I do love really intricately built sort of yeah. sets. The, the, the one-to-one scale Millennium Falcon looks genuinely awe-inspiring. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see, right, I had I had very mixed, like my first day walking around, I was going, I, I just, I felt weirdly like, this is amazing, but it's been built on the back of, people creating things that aren't seeing any you know money for it you know they're not 
They're not being recompensed. I mean, the multiple million, Disney's a machine that sucks cash out of people, uh, for itself and hasn't recompensed all those people that made all of that art that created all of these things. And, and I kind of, and I started thinking, well, how could it? And, you know, how can you? And could you? Yeah, you can't. So just don't think about it. Let's go and enjoy Disney. I, I, I can't. I like even I things that, a little bit. Even things that, 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 that don't bring me, that shouldn't bring me any sort of joy, like walking down Main Street, just with the stupidest, biggest grin on yeah. my face because everything That's what I want to do. I, I is just I like didn't, I didn't like it. I it's <laughs> and it and it loved genuinely- it. My, Annette and my kids had it like Nathan Nathan I do you remember I I pick a week a few weeks ago was was a uh, wireless headphones with noise cancelling. Yeah. So Nathan has been wearing those things constantly. And, and has been listening constantly, like everywhere we went, he had them on. All of our photos at the, at the, the Disneyland are him wearing these headphones. Every time you say to him, Nathan, he has to go, huh? And then he has to take one ear off so he can hear what you're saying. But that's all he'll do. He won't take any more than that. He is that the off. ultra team. He really is. He really turned into a team. I mean, he's still, he's really good natured about it and he's very funny about it. And, and he likes to talk about the music he likes, but it's like he would not take these things off. And so he was sort of maundering around going, hmm, yeah. Hmm. Um, but like Tom was just a glow of happiness with everything. And, and we did some rides with Nathan that he was genuinely like grin, proper grins. Uh, we did the Slinky ride, which is a fairly Slinky dog dash. Slinky dog dash. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah, it, it accelerates quite fast actually, but, but it's, you know, it's kid friendly. And Nathan just had the biggest smile on his face. And so I, I can't begrudge, like, I, I don't want to go, Oh, Disney's a, rah. But because he it made him so happy, but at the same time, I just I just felt like it had been built on the back of slavery. <laughs> I, just, I just couldn't. So I couldn't like I'd like to point that. out that PJ is not making an equivalence between slavery and, and drawing Disney cartoons Corporation. for a living. <laughs> no, 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 no. Our no. legal department likes to very much point that out. Yeah, no. And I think I I think part of that might be that um, the Disney Studio stuff. I felt like where where's all the stuff about the people who made this shit? Where's all the stuff about? You know, but that's the, not magical. That's why I draw the well, distinction the, yeah. between Disney Disney Studio and Disney Park. Disney Park is supposed to be magical and everything, but Disney Studio is very clearly people make these things. These are films. These are, you know, you go around a studio tour and it tells you exactly how it's made. Now, Annette had said to me there was a whole section about animation, the animators and stuff that had been closed. And that's one of the, the complaints some people have had about Disney, Disney Studio uh, right now is that they, they've closed so many sections sections of it it's like if you buy a ticket to it you're doing two things and that's it there's nothing done. much else because there is a lot there is a lot more to do and a lot more of that stuff in the florida and la yeah well, the florida parks like five times the size yeah because they're just so I much bigger 10 miles a day as was no fucking hell stop complaining you got to go to disneyland i don't know paris but you know still i did say that i said that like i don't think i'll be back here uh and she was like Ugh. oh so, take Ron, and that take you, Ron. You, yeah, and if you're listening, like if you and Thomas want to go, I don't think Nathan will enjoy it. Nathan enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, if once once they get, I think 2021 is when they're doing the Marvel Hotel is going to be done. I maybe want to go back then could just stay in the Marvel Hotel. But then part of me, even then, I was looking at the signs and thinking, oh, I knew who drew that. I know who drew you that. I knew. Yeah. And, but yeah. nobody's names was credited, you know. And I was kind of going, nah. Like the Jamie McKelvey's design of uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere. And I'm kind of going, 
Yeah, you know, did I tell you about how Jamie McKelvey only got a very small token amount of money for for designing this costume that is now everywhere? Yeah, I know, but is it his drawings from the comic or is it just Captain Marvel? Well, the, he designed the Captain yeah, no, Marvel yeah, costume. Yeah, I know, but you can't... And every, like, everything is a derivative of that. No, yeah. I'm not, I'm not no, saying... But, but, what, but, like, you can't... Costume designers design all the costumes in movies and they're not... Like, just because yeah, the person... I know, it, I know just but... Because, the, but uh, Hulk's trousers are yeah, on the his mate. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's it's not it's not that. It's, it is. I mean, it it goes to that. It it talks to that. I'm saying I'm saying that's a specific example I can point at and say I know the um I know where that begins in the middle and the end of it. Uh, but that's true of everything. You're right. That's true of absolutely every single thing in Disney is designed by someone and put together by someone else and, and you know, monetized by Disney and turns into funds. Yeah, for, and that's for why Disney. they put a great big buy Disney yeah, on it all. Yeah. Because as far as they're concerned, it's just it's just product. I'm surprised this stuff on the back of it says Fabrique in Chine. China? China? Made in China. And not made that in out. Disney. Made in Disney. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, that's actually a requirement by China. Though. Is it? Well, yeah. I wondered about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I wouldn't want to say to anyone, don't go. Cause obviously people are going to love it and go, and this is a great, great thing. And maybe it's just, I'm just don't like things. I don't like things. I don't know if you noticed that about me. <laughs> I really want to go, and Susie and I have been looking at. Well, why don't you go? You can go. Oh, well, 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 no, well, well, he can't. He doesn't have a passport. At the moment, I don't have a passport. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to get an Irish passport? Or are you going to get? Uh, uh, I probably get an passport? Irish passport. Okay. Me and my pub quiz team have been thinking about getting Irish passports. Are you and your pub quiz are team? You, your pub quiz team going to go to Disneyland? Well, it's you? more like we've been trying to figure out what to do with our winnings because we have about eleven hundred pounds sitting there of money we've won at a pub you're quiz. Get, wow. You're going to get passports. Well, we couldn't figure lads, out what else to do. Lads, <laughs> we've won eleven thousand pounds, so we go away somewhere. Yes. I. Oh, hang on. We all need we don't passports have, we'll have first. Passports. Well. I mean, yes, going away somewhere was the first thing. So the, so the first step is getting all the passports. We've eaten up 50% of the budget on passports. What's next? Suitcases. We all need suitcases. And then by the time they actually get to going somewhere, we've spent all the we've, funds. We've 60 quid left Lads, to we go somewhere. Well, we need travel insurance, so give me the, give me the 60 quid. <laughs> <gasps> but no, we were thinking about going maybe later on this year or perhaps next I tell you, it was fucking roasting. For Susie's like, 30th, you know. It so. was roasting and um, like the prior week it had been 39 or something in, in Paris. It had been insane, insanely hot. Uh, the, the week we went, it was 32 at its hottest. And Jesus, that was scorching. Yeah, I can't like, handle it was uncomfortable. that. No. I need to be going when the weather's bad, like mm. objectively bad. But not but not bad enough that they close any of the rides. If I were you, Ron, I would fake some sort of leg injury so you get a wheelchair because fuck me, walking around that place is a killer. Well, Susie would have to push me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'm going to be motorized, you know. Motorized yeah, get, get like a little <laughs> rascal scooter. Like a Buzz Lightyear wheelchair or something. Like yeah, you, can't, you can't get a bus from the hotels down to Disney so you can cut out a bit of walking that way and you can get... There's, there's no getting take, around. You're going to have to horse. walk around all the parks. We took a horse from... Uh, a horse-drawn horse drawn tram from down Main Street, which was kind of fun, but I mean... It's I, kind I mean, of fun, I guess, but that horse didn't want to be there. Horse and shit somebody has to bag. pick up his shit. No, no, no. Nobody does because they have a, a 
bag for him? The horse Somebody has to empty out the horse's poop bag. <laughs> yeah. God. And we did see the magical, like the magical illuminations. Yeah. They do this illumination thing, which is really impressive until you realize they do it every fucking night. And then we saw. How is that less impressive? How is it less impressive that they have to do it every night as opposed to doing it once when so they you, have loads you of want time to, feel to run special, up to it? like they've done it for you. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I just felt like that's like saying bonfire nights less would be less special if they did it every single night. That would be a feat of engineering. <laughs> well, speaking of Disney product that gets pooped out regularly, uh, Spider Man. Ooh, <laughs> oh, nice one. Oh, it, it, strictly speaking, not Disney product. Speaking, but well, I, well, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird situation where basically Marvel make it for Sony. Oh, did you did, did you read the thing? Somebody posted a thing the other day saying, "Oh, we're like, we're well, onto another got, topic." No, no, the topic. No, hang on. They 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 wrote a thing on Twitter and it said uh, Disney have to earn a, a one billion dollars in order to keep the contract to make the next Spider Man. That's the that's part of the deal. Someone saw somehow they got sight of a part of the deal that said they had to make one billion and it's on track to make one billion dollars. It made five hundred million its first week. Yeah. So, so it'll, it'll make that billion. So it was on topic. So fuck you. So Spider Man Far From Home. I've seen it. Have I, you seen it, Scott? I've seen it. I have not. Because like, oh, you've been pissing around in Disney. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And also my son won. Like, Thomas has got really into... We gave Thomas a, a DVD player a while ago, and he's suddenly got really into DVDs. And he likes fully collecting things. Retro. So, so oh he's been buying God. all of the DVDs Fucking of Spider-Man. Hipster. He's been buying all the Spider-Man DVDs. If he ever okay, finds well, out about vinyl, he is truly fucked. Interestingly... Um, I started watching the Sam Raimi mm. Spider-Man movies. Weird. With, I've watched all three of them this week. With Ralphie. I just want to say, Tobey Maguire fucking sucks. Yes, <laughs> he does. He is a terrible... He's an absolutely awful Spider-Man. His, his ugly crying... Whenever, well, why did you just say that this afternoon? He's the worst crying face I've ever his seen. His ugly crying when, spoiler alert, Uncle Ben gets shot. And when... when I how is, how is, how is Uncle Ben gets shot a spoiler in Spider-Man? Hey, it's people, that a spoiler? people get annoyed about spoilers. His crying spoilers. face is even worse when Harry Osborn dies. Oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was like a Saturday Night Live sketch. It was like... It was... I don't. I, you're not like, old I enough. You're love not old these films. to remember when the idea of a Spider-Man movie was so out there. James hey, Cameron no. was going to do it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was no, going to play. Doc I Rock. remember. I remember renting the VHS of the Spider-Man TV series, the live-action TV series. Mm-hmm. So I was. I'd been yearning for a Spider-Man movie for quite some time. And I loved I, even the third one. I loved all three of these films. The third one, mm. less, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, it, but I mean, it was the fine. ridiculous dancing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'm going to stick my neck out and say that out of the three I watched this week, I had the most fun watching three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but two, is ge- two is a genuinely good movie. It, two is it? Two is it? It is, yes. But my feeling on those movies is one, they have not aged well at all. No. Two. Sam Raimi is making a very distinct Spider-Man. He's making the Spider-Man he grew up with. Yes. So it is a very 1960s, it's a late 60s, early 70s Spider-Man. Yes. This and is a post-Ditko Spider-Man. This is yeah. not the... He's making John Buscema Spider-Man. Yes. And he's very much like into the, the classic villains. So you can tell whenever Venom shows up, he's just like, he's checked out. Not interested. He does yeah. not care about that character at all. Um, and even a lot of the, the story beats and all are, are lifted from that period. Um, He's having a whale of a time making it, 
but he can't help but put his like his horror stuff in there a lot. Yeah. And there's, there's some still re- a lot of his flourishes in it that, yeah. that put and, you right out of out of a film and going, oh, Sam Raimi's directing this. I yeah, and there's also elements where like you're just like, what was he thinking when maybe the camera swoops through a scene and then two girls spin round and look at the camera as if to say like, there goes Spider Man, and it's it's unbelievably camp. I mean, the it's as mm. camp as the Batman Robin movie in many in many ways. Mm. Oh, I think that might be my next rewatch. <laughs> like the the Batman Forever. No one, no one, no one should watch the Batman and Robin. Movie. Well, they've just remastered them all in 4K. They have. The only way to remaster that movie is so. with a perpetual blank screen for like an hour and a half. Well, they they actually badly color timed the the original Batman for 4K. You might be interested oh, really? in that. Yeah, but yeah. So I rewatched all the Sam Raimi ones after going to see Far From Home. What did you think of Far From Home? I thought Far From Home was pretty fucking terrific. I so did I. I thought okay. it was. I thought it, it was, is. Uh, the only thing, and this might be because I know the the characters, and I I was basically able to plot out the movie before I went in. I knew almost every story beat before uh, I went in. There was n- there wasn't anything that surprised me. I think if you're familiar with Mysterio as a character, you can kind of figure out everything but that it happens. Didn't matter. No, it's uh, it is it is r- the the action is flaw. The, the action reminded me of. Um, that really great scene in Tintin with the 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 chase down the oh um, yeah yeah mm-hmm. down the thing, by the mountainside. Everything flows really really nicely. Mm-hmm. The dialogue's great. Uh, Tom Holland is a phenomenal Spider Man. Mm-hmm. He yeah. is absolutely brilliant, and Jake Gyllenhaal was fantastic. Yeah, I think my my the only negative thing about I'd say about the whole the new Spider Man stuff is I hate how indebted it is to Iron Man's existence. Yeah, well, that's, well, that's what I was going to say. Is that I kind of feel bad that we haven't got to see a Spider Man that isn't so heavily tech. Well, uh, my, tech my the only it. thing that the only thing that Raimi's Spider Man did right, which is completely wrong, but was a hundred percent the correct choice, is to have Spider Man make the webs from his own body. Yeah, having a sixteen-year-old boy who can make something that technical, technologically mm. advanced, was just stupid. Yeah. So the fact M- that they more got more than I- the radioactive spider bite. Well, the radioactive spider. Well, it's, bite, it's one uh, bit too. It's one. It's, leap yeah. Too you much. Just, then you just go. Well, why did he not? Why did? Why for, didn't he forget just about the yeah, into things? Forgetting about forget about climbing on the walls and just yeah, swing but and gross. use all the web it's stuff. Gross. It's super gross. I mean, no, there's there's one shot in the original Spider-Man movie that is so makes me so uncomfortable. It's when it's when Peter Parker looks at his finger and sees tiny little hooks coming out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah. that's kind of like, cool. I like. like that. How does he rub up against Mary Jane with those things Ugh. going on? Like, like, <laughs> like rending her flesh. Yeah, <laughs> but that was the one thing that I was like, yes, this this makes sense if you're gonna put spider-man into real world this makes sense mm. which is why i'm kind of okay with the stark thing because he's already established he's a long you know genius inventor very you know he's a lot older a lot more experience so i'm fine yeah, with him i, I think out the stark the thing is a cl- it's a clever move by disney um to kind of indebt those movies to the parent company to the to their company yeah. and make sure there's an awful lot of interaction there yeah. so that Sony aren't gonna want to pull away. But I also think without the indebted nature that the film has to Tony Stark, you don't get the emotional beats for this film. No, no, there's, I would, like I would agree. this yeah. film is all the better for what happened in Endgame. Okay. Um, uh, this feels like a spoiler area, so I mean does it, is it? Well I mean everybody knows that Tony Stark is dead. In the at the end of Endgame, and if they didn't before you and said they, that, they certainly do. Well, I mean, Endgame—it's only the biggest, literally the biggest movie 
of all time. I haven't seen it. Did, which did means, it pass Avatar yet? I think it has, I don't yeah. think... Um, no, it hasn't. I think it hasn't. It, 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 it hasn't. Just, well, it, it got re-released last weekend. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't they, think they, they really okay. did it. Well, even if it hasn't, it still means that like at least a third big. of the world's population have seen it, and there's a lot less of that listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> If, 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 I don't if think that's the way the, statistics work, the, but okay. A third of the population of this podcast doesn't listen to us. <laughs> if you want, if, if that's you a wanted, valid point. That's yes. If you wanted to have seen Endgame, you would have seen it by now. Yeah. Tony Stark dies. I mean, I have to say, I had a better time watching Spider Man than I did watching Endgame. Full of shit. I, no, I absolutely did. I came out of Spider Man. I think with something approaching joy in I my heart, counting the days until Endgame comes out on iTunes. Yeah, I'm more. I'm more looking forward to seeing Spider Man again. Spider Man is brilliant. I have been and thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying Jake Gyllenhaal doing his advertising stuff, doing the doing the circuit. He seems to be having a fucking blast. He's having a great time. Yeah. Imagine and what things would have been like if he had played Spider Man originally. Yeah. Was he dying for that? Whenever, he- whenever they were making, uh, whenever they went to make Spider Man two. Um, Toby Maguire had injured himself making mm-hmm. Seabiscuit and Jake Gyllenhaal was top of the list of uh, replacements to play Toby Spider-Man Maguire, Toby Maguire is rumoured allegedly to be like the world's biggest asshole so I'm sure that they weren't too sore about the, the, the thought of him actually leaving it's just whenever you watch it you're like you're meant to kind of think that Toby Maguire is a 17 year old or something yeah. the, the guy's like pushing 30 and yeah. he's making it. It, it it doesn't make any sense yeah, the, uh, the the Spider-Man um, mid-credit scene. Yeah, we can't. We can't. We, I'm not, not going to spoil talk, it. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. it. I'm not going to spoil it. It's incredible. It's I, the. It is from the, the from the point of view of what it does to the landscape of of that series. Yes, yes. You cannot miss the end credit. The mid-credit scene. You cannot miss the end credit scene. They actually have they, serious. They have story implications. implications. Oh, for God's sake! They are the biggest. It, possibly since the the little Thanos turn and wink way back in uh, at the end of, the uh, at the end of uh, yes at the end of the first at the end of the first Avengers there hasn't been anything where you just genuinely were like holy shit mm. it and it oh it was just great yeah it was really a really great good. moment a bit weird that they put it literally after the film ended. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of thought maybe that's not a great it's not, it's not a great storytelling choice. I can understand it from a point of view of this is what we do now in Marvel movies, but they should have put that maybe at the end of the film. Yeah, agreed. But e- either way, that's it. It is just a, a terrific, terrific uh, choice for for. Uh, is anything open tomorrow? Yes. Is the cinema open? Yes, you can is absolutely. The is the cinema open tomorrow? Because I was going to you can totally go see Rafi tomorrow. I, um, I because I've been away think- on, on holiday and and then came back and because my father in law has been ill and because my brother took ill uh, I have I'm running very late on a thing I'm like 12, eleven pages away from the end of this graphic novel I can taste the end of it it's like oh it's so close and it just occurred to me today that that there's a good chance they think I'm lying about my father in law's illness and my brother's <laughs> illness because they are so weirdly kind of and I can't now I go, Oh, by the way, tomorrow's a bank holiday. I know I'm just back from <laughs> from a week away. I, I don't work on the twelfth. <laughs> I don't work on the twelfth. Well no Ireland can't really work. I've got to go and see Spider Man. But by the time this goes out, maybe I'll have seen it and it might be good. Yeah. I yeah. I mean yes, I, I did check to see if the cinema's open tomorrow because I I uh, I took the plunge and bought an Omnipass. Oh yeah! Um, so my first my first spend on that was a uh, trip to see Spider Man. It's stupid, isn't it? Doesn't yeah. it just seem fucking foolish? It seems it seems very cheap. Yeah, 
It just it seems depends that, how often you go to the cinema. Well, it depends uh, on how much of the cinema's money comes from you spending it on other things. Yeah, not with me. They don't get it. <laughs> do you do you bring home snacks? I do. Oh, my what wife. Do you, what do you bring? Always wants the popcorn and stuff. So here, always- here, here, here's a little hint, a little tip for uh, sneaking in snacks into the cinema. Open the bag first. Oh. You can crush it down further. Oh, there's no air in the bag. I might bring a tub of ice cream. No, I'm not allowed to eat ice cream in the cinema anymore after after what happened during Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> What happened during Shazam? The, the whole thing melted all the way down my front. Oh, I, 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 for, I forgot and thought for one second you were lactose intolerant and you'd shit yourself. No, no, I, 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 I literally had this. I watched the, the Shazam with a, a hardened layer of like <laughs> three types of ice cream all over my body. That's right. I forgot you told us that. Uh, <laughs> do you think Spider? Do you think Far From Home is okay for Ralphie to see? I didn't think Shaz- I didn't think Shazam was because of the the demon thing. Look, I thought they were I, I a bit think, too much. I mean, how, how does he feel about Homecoming? I think there's as much. Well, if you've if you've both seen it, why do you, Scott, not know? I mean, I'm just asking for a second opinion. I'm I, trying I, to think if there's anything that in, oh, that yeah. I maybe missed. I, I thought there was there was certainly scenes in it that I thought the peril was intense. Oh right, okay. You know, if, if you know, you and I know, you know, Spider Man yeah. survives. Yeah, Ralphie yeah, yeah. doesn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I guess you know? yeah. I guess some of those. I know this. Yeah, the, some of those sequences are are intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just remembered about those parts. Yeah, because he we he we watched um, the kid who would be king, right? Okay, um, and we when we went to see it in the cinema, he had to leave because the witch, uh, oh, right. Morgana, when she yeah yeah yeah, I just told him sit outside. Don't Ralphie, talk. piss off! I'm yeah. watching the rest. Of don't, it. I don't, don't care. Don't talk to anybody. If you can find a stranger to look after you. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody offers you sweets, bonus because I've got no money for dinner. <laughs> um, but now we've since watched it since yeah. it's been it's been released and he's a hundred percent fine with it. He actually really loves that movie. Um so yeah, maybe Spider Man's not so good. All right, should we go should we go to your pick of the week? Because you want to talk a long time about this, I think. Okay. Okay. Pick of the week. Go pick Scott. Week. My pick of the week is a BenQ G V one portable projector. Okay. Ooh. PJ, what's your pick of the week? <laughs> right, my pick no. All right. So um, how did you come, up, come across this projector? I won it on Instagram on something that I was 100% sure was going to be a scam. You bastard. <laughs> because it popped up in my Instagram feed in like a sponsored, promoted thing. I don't follow BenQ or, well, I do now, but like I didn't then. <laughs> um, so, and I was like, this, this seems... Scammy. This seems like a scam. But this I'll is- pass it on to others regardless. Well, you know. Uh, I, I don't know. If it's I, a scam, what that I lose? I mean, I've, I've heard the company. Yeah. I, I've heard of the company. They're not asking me for my email address. So mm. they're not asking me to go to a, a third-party website to try mm. and put any details. I thought, I just have to post a picture and put a couple of hashtags on. So I thought, yeah, okay, fine. Um, so the, the competition was, what the would you do? Was, what you would you do with you? What would you do with a, a BenQ portable projector? So... Made Ralphie look cute, put him in his little tent and, and said that we would... Shameless. Yeah, oh Daddy, yeah. Daddy, don't use yeah, yeah, me yeah. again. <laughs> and I, uh, partway through, because I was following every week, I thought when I read the competition, they said they were going to pick a winner every week. So I, at the end of the first week, nothing had been announced. At the end of the sixth week... Nothing, six weeks? Six weeks. Six winners, one winner every week. I thought, oh, well, uh, uh, this, this is a scam. I don't know why. I don't know what they're getting out of it, but this, yeah. they haven't announced any winners, so... That's it. But the, during those we in the lead up to that decision, I'd been looking at the hashtags and there wasn't that many entries. Mm. And I was looking at some of the other entries and I was like, okay, that's that's pretty good. They've been they've been pretty creative. Their but kids not as cute as mine. Yeah, but for the most part I was like 
I've got a pretty good shot. Oh, we're, we're in for this. Yeah, one. I've got a pretty decent shot. Yeah, thank, thanks for letting me in, uh, Ron. No, but we could have had a wee go too. Yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds like a really great idea. Why don't <laughs> just widen up the pool? <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think my suggestion of what Pornhub outside <laughs> <laughs> would have won. Maybe it would have, I don't know. <laughs> Um, Use a tissue project- as a projecting pro- screen, pro- project which I the- also jizz over, and I, I get bullets. Uh. Projecting porn onto my neighbours' houses. <laughs> oh. um, so, yeah, and then they started to announce the winners, and the first winner they announced was somebody who had posted in the... Se- so I figured, okay, six winners, six weeks. They're going to pick... Announce all the winners at the end, but it'll be one from each of the mm, each week. weeks. So the first winner that they announced was somebody who had posted the same week that yeah. I had. So I thought, oh, yeah. well, that's, that, that's it done then but then somehow they announced me as the sixth mm-hmm. as the sixth winner okay um and they sent me this in the post very speedy shipping and from it's, what Europe. size would you say that was there that's a it's a a tin and a half of coke like one of those big like a big beer tin it's a really yeah. chunky beer tin it's, it's, like a, it's like a flask it's like a, it's like a thermos yeah. it looks like one of the little the, not the big amazon alexis the little mid-size yeah, yeah. yeah. amazon okay. alexa it's about that size yeah but like a, it's, but it's like a round, of, rounded off square. It's kind yeah. of cute, cute looking big. Yeah, thing. it's not. It's not. I mean, when you said micro projector, I just picture something like tiny, like a cigarette box size. Yeah, yeah. And that is and not a cigarette box no. size. And it's got a bl- built-in Bluetooth speaker, so you can use it just for like an Amazon Alexa HomePod esque. Yeah. Is it so? The, music. I mean, it's essentially got a rotating head, or it's, it's got a, a tilting head. Tilting head. Tilt so head. That, that's obviously to yeah. To you get don't your need picture. to. It doesn't need to rotate because it's small enough. You can just tilt. You it. Can set it anywhere, it yeah. Any angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is the base of it got is it battery powered? Is it? It's battery powered or DC powered, whatever you want okay. to use. But the battery life will get with playing will get you about three hours. Okay, okay. So, so that's the, the that's bottom of good. It, what's what's the weight like there, Ron? Is it? I would say it's with the weight of a can and a half of Coke as well. That's, that's <laughs> your that's your the only thing you know how to measure stuff with, isn't it? If you if your only drink is Diet Coke, all your problems are measured in Diet Cokes. So we've been playing with it at home, and the only thing that we kind of had to project it on was either a wall or Ralphie has blackout blinds in his bedroom mm-hmm. um, that are white, like white, kind of creamy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been projecting it onto that, and I thought the picture is very good. Very impressed with what the picture. What is the resolution the that it's... I'm going to get to that in a sec because it kind of leads into something else. Okay. Um, so I was impressed with the picture. I was impressed with the colours. Um, and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll get a wee projector screen to it, put on. It's got a little thread. It's got a little thread for for a for tripod. On a tripod, yeah, That's clever. Um, so brought it up here, and we rolled down Ron's big projector screen, which is a proper screen for putting mm-hmm. something like this on. And the picture was very impressive. Yeah, no, it looked really good. Um, the interesting thing is, is that it's only four eighty p. Okay, so it's uh it is standard definition. Okay. Oh, no, okay. Okay. Basically, I wouldn't have thought that. I mean, I thought I would have thought I would have guessed seven twenty. Seven twenty. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I would have thought as well. And I think the interesting thing about it is that all of the literature says that the contrast ratio is a hundred thousand to one. Okay. And that contrast for a portable projector that, it, it, to be honest, even for most decent sized home theater projectors, that is a massive contrast ratio. And I think that you're kind of being not being tricked. I think you're. Mm. You're, it fools yeah, you. Like it, it's like aliasing on on text. It's like a, a, a difference between a three hundred con- DPI and and like a thousand. The contrast DPI. makes the picture yeah. look a lot better. Yeah, which makes, in turn yeah, leads you to believe that the resolution, the resolution is higher is better, yeah. when I mean, it's not. They'll be doing some perceptual tricks with that. I mean, my projector claims I think half a million to yeah. one, but 
in reality, I know that's not really what's happening. I, I mean, know these, these are stuff to perf- make you feel perfect, like perfect scenarios, probably at a yeah. viewing distance that's too close to be to be really doing anything with. Um, but I was really surprised to find out that it's only 480p. The picture is, to be honest, it's stunning for something that's that small. Yeah, we no. were watching Spider Man into the Spider Verse. The colors popped mm. like it was just great. So it has, it has speakers bad. in it. The speakers aren't. Any great shakes, but no, you the spe- but you know you can. Bleach- the difference between you and I is I'm I'm going. Speakers are quite good. And you're going speakers. <laughs> no, I, I I couldn't watch a movie and listen. But but you can Bluetooth speakers to that. Yes. So yeah. the, what I what I had worked out at home is if I there's a it for interestingly it takes USB C into the back which like is pretty kind of future forward thinking. For Does it a- come with adapters for H- for USB C to HDMI? Or? No, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't come with anything like that. Um, but what the USB C means is I can just plug it straight into my iPad Pro, yeah, and play out from that. And if I do that, I can then send the audio to a HomePod, and that way I get some really nice, um, beefy audio from it. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's not. It won't really hook up to, or at least I'm not sure. If it'll hook up to a home theater system, I'm not sure if I could. I mean, maybe you could. If there was you, you, you HDMI to USB C, there is. Yeah, yeah. You get USB-C okay, so maybe I could HDMI. try. Maybe I could try that. Um, How much is it? It is three hundred and twenty pounds. Okay. I never a projector of any description was something that I wanted for the house, but probably wouldn't have bought one just because of the cost. Mm. After having this, you would buy. I'm. I'm, I'm like. I definitely should have bought one of these because this is really fun yeah. and me and Ralphie have been having a blast with it. At the minute, they were, I don't know, this, this is going to come out in a couple of weeks so they're probably not doing it anymore. They were doing 15% off so you get it for like 270 quid if you bought it direct from them. Um, but I'm... Are, are projectors, is it, is it expensive because of the size of it? Can you get a cheaper projector that's bigger? Can you get a... There's a lot that goes into... There, what's, what's the variation? Resolution is a yeah. big one. If you want 4K, you got to pay big money. Yeah. There's no real good 4K projectors that are probably below. Are they, are they physically big? Eight, 4K, as, 1800 I quid. They're very well. Big. I mean, my my projector is 4K, and it, it, I think retails at 1500. Pounds. 1500. So they're in it. They're they're um, in it around there. Although you can find them online for like less than a, less than a grand if yeah. you're around. Uh, what you pay more is for higher contrast ratio. Yeah. Uh, so like there's ones out there with like a million to one ratio yeah uh, and the blacks are really black and yeah. and there's very good color control um you pay more for ones that are quieter yeah you pay more for ones that are um different projection technologies whether it's dlp you can get ones that are laser projectors and things yeah like the that, laser so. projectors are interesting the laser projectors are certainly uh they're looking like you're not gonna have to replace your bulb well you can't replace your bulb but yeah Ever, it's still, they're talking eight hours a day for ten years, and it'll still keep running at the same brightness. Yeah. So I mean, um, there there is a sliding scale of up to. I mean, <laughs> you could spend five or six grand on a home projector that is marginally better than mine, but probably to, to eyes that are trained in these things, they seem way not, better. Not to your yeah. dodgy eyes that are no, popping. Out. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I. I Basically got a 4K projector shortly after I realized I couldn't see that well. <laughs> yeah. You have 4K projector and 1K eyes yeah. is what you've got. So, PJ, uh, have you any pick of the week? Yeah, my pick of the week is uh, www.channelhex.com. That's oh, my, that's my wow. mailing list. That's, uh, if you wow. sign up for my mailing list, I intend to be doing a Kickstarter at some point. I have a whole project that I'm going to be doing. Um uh, which is a thing I'm going to be doing while I'm doing other work. And I've actually got a couple of projects I'm going to be doing because, because this graphic novel is coming to the end. My brain is starting to be free to think about things I might want to do. Of course, one of the things you think of is, 
why do I have to wait on other people to decide what it is I'm going to have to do? Why don't I just do something? Um, and there will be, of course, no money in it. So um, I have chatted to a writer friend and a letterer friend, and they're on board for doing a, a Kickstarter project, which will be completed uh, without pay. <laughs> None of us are getting paid. And then we'll be you know, pushing, pushing the Kickstarter project. But until that, until that's all done, my, um, any updates on it as I, as I start going through the process of creating it will all be on my, um, my uh, newsletter, which is at channelhex.com. So you can go to that, sign up for that. Um, I'm sure anyone listening has probably already signed up for it. And I was also doing a little thing. I'll probably post these out as, as I do these as well. I did, um, I was on holiday and I was a bit bored, so I did. I took someone's tweet and turned it into a comic strip. Did you see that? Yeah, I've seen those. They're really good. Yeah, did I you did like not that? see it. Did you not see it? No, it was. I saw the first one I did was was um, by uh, John Repian. John uh, I and I go back a, a while, and John posted this tweet about. Um, it, it was kind of it's quite poetic little tweet, but it was it was a genuinely a thing he just wrote which was about um this church uh, that had been knocked down in liverpool and and how the, the the land now was all basically it was all, all knocked down for flats or houses to go up and they didn't go up and it's been sitting there disused but now you can he- hear starlings or, or little fledgling birds chirp and and the last line he ends which he ended with was uh, he just said so you know the you used to be able to help hear the bells of the churches uh, for calling them for mass and then the last line of it was something like um Nature's you know, church. Nature's church. You know, it just had the little birds and saying, you know, it sounds like nature's church. And I thought, this is quite a nice little tweet. And I thought, I could break this down into a single page of comics. So I took each sentence and broke it down into panel by panel and turned it into a drawing and contacted John and said, you don't mind if I do this? He went, no, that's cool. So I did that. Um, and then there was another tweet that I saw a friend of mine, uh, um, Nigel Ockerleck. Ockerlooney, I can never can o- I. Ockerlooney, Ockerlooney is. I'm sorry, o- 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 Nigel. Ockerlooney, I know. Spli- at Splino is this? Yeah. Is his name? S P L. He draws for the Bino. Yeah, he draws for the Bino. At S P L E E N A L. Uh, he wrote a thing about going to a stationery, a, a little find this little stationery shop that had all this stuff in it from the like. You know, it still sold uh, fax papers, and he was convinced that if he, if he could just buy the right combination of things, if he walked in with the right amount of money coined in the right year, he could walk out of the, the shop and it would be 1992. I thought that's a fun little tweet to turn into a story. So I did that. And so I'm going to do some more, I think, and I will send those out on my so newsletter. You spelt the name of the shop. The, the name of, the, of that strip was the stationary shop. Yeah, it was spelt stationary as in not moving. As in not moving. Yeah. But was then, that a deliberate joke is what you're going to ask me? Yes. Why should I answer that? <laughs> <laughs> because because someone else pointed out to you on Facebook, you spelled that wrong, and I and I and I felt kind of a wave of relief because I was like, that means I don't have to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it's obviously a really clever pun. Yeah, it's one of those. It's an unfortunate <laughs> joke that is so clever that you don't know if it's on purpose or yeah. by accident. And I thought, why should I answer that? Yeah, because he, he, uh, Mike Bonacci, who asked that, is a is a newspaper was a newspaper editor. And he said, is that, you've misspelt that? And so he's not going to let it go. And the thing is, I cut and pasted the dialogue uh, from, 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 the, tweet. from Nigel's tweet. So whatever, I can't, he, he's probably spelt it right. I can't remember. He's probably spelt it as in stationery. I can't uh, remember. And, and then I wanted to give it the title, the stationery shop. 
Yeah. Because I wanted it and I wanted it to have the double meaning yes. of the word stationary. And it didn't matter to me if it, which way it was spelt because it was the double meaning of the sound of it. Yes. And so if it's spelt stationary as in not moving, that works as well as, as stationary as in, you know, and that, I like, I like that little kind of, you know, that frisson. If, if you'd said to me beforehand, you've spelt that wrong, I'd go, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good because that works. Yeah, you know. So, I, I, truth is, I probably didn't think about the spelling of it. I just liked that it was the stationary, as in didn't move. Yes. But I was probably not realizing that I was misspelling stationary, as in a stationary shop. Well, so yeah. So anyway, the, the, I learned uh, today that there's two different ways to spell stationary. Yeah, and they have two different meanings. Well, I knew that two different meanings, but I just I just thought they were both spelt the same way. No, no, no. That's that's, that's why you misspelled it. There you them. go. That's why I misspelled it. But well, I didn't misspell it because that's the word I intended to write. Okay. If anything, I accidentally spelled it right. <laughs> BJ did it clever. <laughs> yeah, it happens sometimes. Anyway, well, have you got a pick of the week? I have a pick of the week. You've so, been sitting on? Fo- no, been sitting on well, fo- following on from my, uh, my automation um, mm-hmm. NFC thing last week, uh, I've been getting really into buying uh, Chinese sensors for HomeKit stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's a Chinese manufacturer called, uh, well, everyone's heard of Xiaomi, mm-hmm. and they have a subsidiary called Akara. Xiaomi. Uh-huh. Uh, well, they make phones and stuff, okay. and they make a lot of things. Um, it so starts they, with an X. They okay. have a, oh, right. Oh, that's why I've heard of it. Yeah. So they have a subsidiary called Akara mm-hmm. that makes um, devices that are HomeKit compatible. Mm-hmm. So what you need to do is you, you buy the hub, which, mm-hmm. is the, which then connects to your network, and anything that's connected to that is uh, exposed to HomeKit. Mm-hmm. So... This stuff is really cheap compared yeah. compared to the equivalent Bumper. stuff here. Yeah. So you know, I'll give you an idea of. I bought um, some door or window sensors that are little sort of paired sensors that whenever they separate, they they send a signal. They, they say that door is open. Yeah. Window is shut. Things yeah. like that. Um, I was able to buy them for about six or seven pounds each. Okay. From China, um, whereas Elgato Eve brand sells exactly the same sort of thing here. Mm-hmm. And they're about 25 quid each. Right, wow. So okay. these sensors are dirt cheap. Uh, I was able to buy a temperature and humidity sensor mm-hmm. that I put in the bedroom. It's literally the size of maybe like, I don't know, two 10p pieces mm-hmm. stuck into the wall in the bedroom. And it reports via Zigbee, which is the, the protocol that it talks to the hub at. Yeah. And it shows up on HomeKit. So it says that it reports the humidity and temperature in the bedroom. It was like eight quid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've buying lots of these wee sensors and put them around the house just to kind of get ideas of what I can do with them. You you can set it to, like, if a window opens, you get a light comes on somewhere, or if you try to, now the hub itself. I remember Bill Gates spent an absolute fortune building a house that would do all of this yeah, exact same stuff. I remember. <laughs> um, the hub itself doubles up as a security system. Mm-hmm. Now, the siren on it is pretty piss poor. Yeah. It wouldn't scare away a rabbit. Yeah. But the potential is there later to add in Devices siren. that are send a signal to your Amazon. Actually, well, send a signal to your HomePods. Your HomePods will go pretty fucking loud. Yeah, you know. So, I mean, I've said it now at the minute. So, fire, if, fire. Whenever the, the building la- is on fire, <laughs> whenever the last of us leaves the house, that yeah. arms the siren, and then yeah. if the if the door's opened mm-hmm. without it being one of us, the alarm goes off. How does it know if it's one of you? Uh, because our Ge- phones are both geo geofenced. Yeah. Ah, right, right. Okay. So, or you can set it. To, you know, you, you, you can now use shortcuts to. Uh, Say whenever my phone attaches to the Wi-Fi network, disable the disable the alarm. Mm. You know you can you can set things yeah. like that have, oh, can I just can I just give you money and you just come to my house and do all this? <laughs> can that can that just be 
Can I? Can I just? Yeah, just do, do that. that. Yeah, it would be fun. That. You I can mean, do a markup on all those other things because. Well, like, now, now I'm waiting. Little... I'm waiting on a second shipment of things that I bought from um, from China. So. And where are you buying all these AliExpress? AliExpress. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You go and you just look for this stuff. You, you shop around for the cheapest price. You, you know, don't buy the first thing because if you scroll down, you'll find the exact same item for two or three quid cheaper. Yeah, and probably with some sort of mental promotion. If, you, if you're shopping on AliExpress at the right time, yeah, if some something all of a sudden it'll pop up and go ninety two percent off. Yeah, and you go, oh, okay, then you buy a bowl. So I bought like motion sensors, which again I have um, some of the Philips. Aliens. Well, I have the Philips Hue motion sensors in the house, and they were thirty quid each. I found uh, these ones on the Acara ones, which okay, they don't have the temperature and um, light sensor built into it the same way as the Philips one do, but they're pure motion sensors. But they were like eight quid each. And will they work with the Hue bulbs? They will because once everything's in HomeKit, you can make. It doesn't matter. You can make any device trigger Trigger any other device. So it's all just a it's all just a routing how cable. Much is, how much is the the Akami the hub? The hub? Um, that's the one thing I wouldn't buy right now because they're announcing a new one. But the last one was twenty five quid. Okay, um, and it also has a nightlight built into it. So okay, you- so this mm. might be because I was thinking about getting the the IKEA trad free trad fear. Yeah, there's no reason not to also have a hub for the IKEA stuff. I mean, this this one they don't have a lot of lights on their system, uh. um, but you know, so it's it's really for for connecting uh, sensors and things. But I've bought two smoke detectors, okay, which are made by Honeywell for them. You know, so they're so they're proper. It's and a Honeywell, proper, or, yeah, Honeywell, Honeywell, are a recognized, very recognized brand. brand yeah. um, but these will just connect and they'll show up in HomeKit again. So if a smoke detector goes off, I can get an alert via Apple system yeah. through my phone. Um, and then the one other thing I've ordered is some switches, some buttons. Oh, yeah. just these are just buttons that are kind of like the yeah. NFC tokens that you yeah, have, but they're actual pro- live you, buttons. You just yeah, push you and you, you can have them trigger trigger, trigger whatever so you and want. And then you could you could tie up your little NFC things as well into all of that. So yeah. you, your your alarm could be activated by just swinging that in front of one of those things. Or, yeah, or yeah, or you, or could, you, you could arm it by just yeah. touching into that, or disarm it by doing that. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I'm getting really into this stuff at the minute. Yeah. Can you um, put like uh, maybe I'll save this and do it myself. Just want like a a red button on a wall. That's just the party button, and you just and you, you just press it, and the music starts playing. The lights do the, the lights dim down. You can absolutely do that because uh, isn't that what John Ralphio and uh, <laughs> Tom Haverford have at? Um, yes, yeah, in, in their in, in uh, Parks and Recreation. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have what do they call it? Um, Entertainment Seven Twenty. Yeah, well, you, Is there, have we reached a point at any stage where I can have something like that? Except it just tidies up my room because that's what I really need. You could, you could trigger a Roomba. <laughs> a Roomba wouldn't be able to get right. Be stuck in what little thing where there are Amazon oh, boxes surrounding it. It'll just room- go. I can't. I can't move. I can't move. So I could have Roomba start whenever everybody leaves the house. Yeah, I think Roomba could be triggered by IFTTT, and then that you know that's just a matter of. Plugging things together on an apps, you know, so it it all it all can be pushed together in ways that makes yeah. sense. You're going to need to do all this for me, though. Yeah, I mean, it sort of sounds like fun if you don't have other human beings in your house. Well, it's, yeah, no, that's kind of where the trouble comes into part. Cause <laughs> I try to get Susie interested in this stuff, and she's like. I just don't want things to surprise me. <laughs> and I can completely understand that. She doesn't want things to happen that she isn't expecting to happen. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's when my, uh, so when my brother went in the hospital, my brother, my other brother, who is big into kind of 
Well, he, he works for a big company, does big sales stuff, and it's like, well, here's what we'll go. What we'll do is we'll organize everyone into a WhatsApp group, and everyone will post about you know when when they're going down to see him, and then that's how we'll know because we don't want anyone doubling up, and this will be the. But I'm like going, this sounds like an amazing idea, except no one's going to use it. You know that yeah. no one, not a person, is going to use it. You can try and do whatever you want, but just the nature of people is we're fucking lazy. We will not do any of that. Well, you know? this is my attempt to kind of. But you're not lazy. That's the thing. You're I, not lazy. I want to try and channel my laziness into automating as much of my house as but you, possible. But the, here's the thing, right? What what I mean by lazy is that if I go to walk out of a room and the light is on, I will kind of hit the switch because it's nearby. Yeah. If I go to walk out of a room and the way to turn the light off is an automated process, I might forget to do that because yeah. I know that the the you know, I know the process is, you know, something semi-invisible, and then that might just go out of my head what it is, and, and so. But it that's ends just up- that's just retraining your muscle memory, like Maybe. you, you well, know, I'm- your your right hand goes up as you go out, and this is whenever we moved into our. Well, I tell new you this house. as well: you do something and it doesn't work for one other person, and that you're that person's the person that you love very much and you live with, and it'll be why the fuck did you do that? I knew that was a bad idea. Well, <laughs> when we moved into our new house, I remember. There was a time when all of the new build houses had to have their light switches at a specific height yeah. and it was for wheelchair accessible. Yeah. For about, I don't know, six weeks, I couldn't find the light switch in any room because instinctively my muscle memory went to old height, light yeah. switch height, but now new light switch height was down here. Yeah. So you just have, to, like, I know now whenever I say, hey, Siri, turn the lights off. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Fortunately, Siri only responds to my voice here. Hopefully. No, but I was no because she'll turn the lights off at home. <laughs> Hannah'll be sitting in darkness with the baby. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's the danger of the automated system is that there's always the edge cases that are never quite caught by it, and so you do end up kind of going. You know, you'll you'll walk past a thing and your battery will be running low, or something. Something else will activate. You'll have a magnet in your hand, or something will get in the way, and you'll think that's everything. Well, I do fine. find sometimes, you know, when you say, I mean, you're turn off the light panels. My light panels don't always respond, and sometimes you'll get, Yeah, like, a lot of this is, is, is not so much problems with Siri, but problems with the individual items yeah. uh, losing their authentication yeah. to Wi-Fi. They're, work, you know, they're working on these things. They always release firmware updates. And the light panels are lovely. Yeah. yeah, but what I mean is, it's these are, they're, they're, it's almost like these are things that work 100% in the lab, and then when you get into the real world, and you, the more people there are, there is in a system, the more it'll fall down because each of those people will introduce new edge cases. Yeah. And then the the interference of those two people, or the interface of those two people and those that technology will be a multiplier of complexity. And so, you know, in your case, for example, it's you and Susie. So you've got to you do all your things, and then Susie's got to replicate what you're doing, and that becomes a problem. But you introduce like two kids, one of them a teenager, one of them a 10-year-old, and suddenly, you know, you've got my 10-year-old going, Daddy, if I hit this button, can it say, Nathan's a stinky poo? I go, yes, you can, Nathan. And then suddenly, before you know it, that's all that's going on. Well, what I was trying to encourage Susie to look at earlier on was I was trying to set up an automation using an NFC tag on, for you. Know, if she wants to play the Xbox, then there's a whole bunch, of, there's a whole iteration of things that has to happen. Um but I was thinking of just sticking that NFC tag on the back of the Xbox controller so she can just put her phone to the back of the controller and all of a sudden it'll trigger Xbox. Yeah, will but happen. then do you know what happens is you die, right? And somebody walks into the house <laughs> and goes, what are all these weird little round things for? <laughs> Why can't I turn any lights on? What's going on? <laughs> uh, so my, my holy grail at the minute is I'm 
want to get a curtain opener. Um, mm. And they do make one, but it isn't HomeKit enabled yet, but they've just got to flick that switch. All you really need is a winch that can be activated. Well, that's what this is. It's a, it's a battery pack that kind of hangs off the, the end of the curtain reel. But it, it, it doesn't it seem like a hard project to build. No, I mean, they, they, they the haven't. Home, the, the HomeKit integration is the, the thing that needs to happen. For all of this to work the way ROM wants it to, they have to have enabled HomeKit. Just yeah. simply having a, a, a mechanical... We can't get you to stand, to, sit close enough to a microphone to talk in it, and you want to automate everything. Yeah, because if it was because if I had automated it, the microphone would constantly be at the same distance from my. Face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then. Jeez. All right. Okay. Well, go and buy those things then. Well, or come I'll, to Ron and ask him how much they'll cost to do out your whole room, and he will give you a price. And come to it. Homes by Ron. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to hope that the Chinese uh, company doesn't cut off access to this because they can they can just switch off. Um, yeah, let's hope Trump doesn't decide that they're spying on him or something. And well, then they could just switch off uh, any updates to the the little box, and then it would be off. You know, mm. that'd be the end of it. Uh, but before we before we go, I want to say thank you to all the Patreons who are still signed up with us. Yes, thank you very much. We I'm sorry, it's been, a, it's been a trying around. yeah, it's been a trying few weeks. Oh, I just broke my thing. It's been a trying few weeks, and we've missed a couple of shows. We and missed for one that, show. We apologize. Well, we had to put out a repeat show as well. No, yeah, no, we, we, we that was the one show we missed. We missed one show, and then with MPJ and I did that other show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that we was nearly to, worse. We need to, yeah. <laughs> Apologize for the whatever that fucking trailer debacle you was. You didn't even listen to it. Of course it I didn't good. listen. And I'm fucking. It was not good. You don't know. I do know. People told me it wasn't good. Oh, it was yeah. not good. Well, sometimes experiments are yeah, successes. You know, we got to try. And I've I put some emails out today for some potential guests for um for a few late for in the future. Anyway, thank you, Patreons, and yeah. we will see you. And next if you time. if you would like to sign up for the show, it's patreon.com forward slash sunnyside podcast. Um. It's the it's the price of a cup of tea. Is it? I don't know. How much is tea? No, I, mean, I don't drink tea. I know. It depends where you go. An expensive cup of coffee. <laughs> cup I of mean, coffee and a biscuit. It's one. It's less than a pound a show. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's less than a pound per show. That's and bad. if you can't... That makes it sound like value there, doesn't it? Stretch to giving us less than a pound a show. It's less than a Chinese home temperature sensor. <laughs> then fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks very much for listening on that. Yeah, thanks Note. very much. <laughs> Goodbye. There's dark and a troubled satellite. There's a bright and a sunny side too. Though we meet with the darkness and strife, the sunny side we also live.